today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Last week, researchers have found a test model of the iconic Avro Aero fighter jet. What is that, you ask? Uh, we'll talk to John Brzezinski. He is the CEO of a Cisco Mining and Expedition Lead on Raise the Arrow and is with us now. Hello, John. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Well, explain to us what Raise the Arrow is. Raise the Arrow is a project to uh, find and, and retrieve the nine pre-flight models that were part of the Avro Aero testing program. It was really the, the, the last design work that they did to find a way to do it uh, outside of, of we have modern ways of using computers and, and big wind tunnels these days that they didn't have in the 50s. So what they did was they strapped these free flight models. They were about 12 feet long by 6 feet wide, weighed about 500 pounds. They were, uh, in the later stages, exact replicas of the Avro Aero flying planes. And they finalized the design, which led them to the production of the planes. So how long has Raise the Aero been around? How long have you been working on this? We started the program uh, approximately a year ago, and uh, it took us a while to get the permits from the Ontario government. Uh, of course, you need a permit to do everything these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we had the permit, it was green light. Uh, we organized the teams. Uh, the whole project has been uh, sponsored by uh, corporate groups from downtown Toronto. Uh, we put together uh, a search team with Kraken Sonar, the same group that worked on the Franklin expedition uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago up north to find the Erebus and the Terror. Uh, got an archaeologist, and, and we got on the water in late uh, late July. Okay, here's the big question: Why? These were iconic pieces of, of Canadian aviation history. Uh, you know, there, there were a lot of people who were thrown out of work when the program was suddenly ended in 1959. Uh, certainly, here in Toronto, there were about 15,000 people that were out of work the next day. Then another 15,000 people who were associated with the program. So, you know, 30,000 people waking up one day finding they had no jobs. Uh, It was the third largest industry in Canada at the time. And more so than that, this group of people had worked for about seven years to develop what was a a jet fighter that was 20 years ahead of its time and could have probably led to Canada being at the forefront of the aviation business Mm. at the time. And, you know, really, I think that's what sticks in the mind of a lot of Canadians is, you know, first of all, why the program was was cancelled, but then, secondly, the way that they cancelled it, it was like they were trying to erase that it it ever existed. Uh, Give us a little bit more history on the Avro Aero, because this was something that Canadians were very proud of. As you mentioned, uh, the third biggest industry in Canada, this was very much trend-setting, cutting edge for its time. Tell us about this plane. Tell us about its story. The Avro was developed as, as, of course, part of the the Cold War. Uh, Canada at the time, like like a lot of other countries, uh, were worried about the Russians, and they were trying to develop an interceptor uh, against Russian bombers. Uh, ultimately, the the reason given for the cancellation of the program was that uh, you know, the, the Russians had put Sputnik up in the space, and people were now starting to think about uh, ICBMs, intercontinental uh, missiles. Uh, so Canada instead decided to go with the Bomark missile, uh, which, of course, was manufactured by the Americans. Now, there, there are lots of uh, documentaries and books and, and things that have been written regarding why the, the program was cancelled. I don't think anyone really knows other than it was probably budgetary. Uh, but certainly, I think a lot of people feel it was a very short-sighted decision on the government's part. And as a result, the, the, those 30,000 people who ended up unemployed large number of the, of the highly skilled engineers went down to work for companies like Boeing and Lockheed mm. and eventually NASA, and they were the ones who put the man on the moon. How long were they working on the Avro Aero before it was cancelled? 
the program ended in uh, early 1959. Uh, it was uh, the idea was originated in the early 50s, and then went through the design phase, and then ultimately the the testing of these scale models or one eighth scale models is what what we're searching for, uh, which were part of the final design work that was done between 1954 and 1957. Uh, then they went straight from those last models to the planes. Of course, when the planes uh, when, when the program was cancelled, the planes were destroyed, the machines that made the planes were destroyed, the records were destroyed. So, so there, is no, there is no plane at all, these are models? No, that's right, these yeah. are models, they're one-eighth scale, mm-hmm. uh, there's a nose cone and a few wingtips in, uh, in Ottawa, but you know, the, the, the plane itself was destroyed, and so all we have is the, the pieces uh, from the, the beginning of the program. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.